That was Eternal Flame by Atomic Kitten. I'm Rory Bond. I'm joined with Zach Sherratt. <laughs> good evening. How are you, mate? You doing yeah, well? Good, mate. Really doing good. Well. You've had an x-ray today, haven't you, Zach? Yeah, cracking, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good. Was it cracking? Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. Find out. Find <laughs> find out on Monday oh, yeah. you. that'll be in the next podcast so tune in that's true well, or if I'm doing <laughs> if I'm doing the podcast alone Zach's had some really bad news <laughs> find out next time <laughs> yeah Zach we're going to start with an opening question from the news that Sean Ryder this week has said that his home is still being invaded by aliens this is after Sean Ryder this is years ago weren't it this documentary yeah. was this channel 4 I mean... It's it, got to it have been like Channel 4. No, it sounds like one of those BBC documentaries. <laughs> it, was, it, it was on Dave. And now, Sean Ryder. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> yeah. Sean Ryder goes to the Snooker Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. you know? I love it. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, the greatest example is Michael Portello, the former Conservative Member of Parliament, going round Europe talking about trains. <laughs> I like it when they change their complete like n- field. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sean Ryder talking about music. That's shite. Nobody cares. Badly Rolls was off driving boats the other day on ITV that- <laughs> in, like, South America with his Talk- son. Talking about boats, have you been watching Cornwall This Fishing Life? No, I know you're big into that. No, Tell I'm me big into it. that. Well, I just want to say to the readers that there's nearly a... Uh, there's nearly two whole seasons on iPlayer, so if you're struggling with something to do, it's fantastic. <laughs> but we'll crack on with the opening question, which says he's, travel- he's been travelling around the world in search of the truth about UFOs. Now he's still saying that aliens invade his home. Zach, have you had any extraterrestrial experiences? I used to live with a few of them, yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, do you know what? My life is extraterrestrial, mate. Is it, mate? So, yeah. Is it, uh, do you believe in the... Oh, without a doubt. You've got to, haven't you? I, I think people. I think people that people think that this is the best of, you know, the universe. I was reading somewhere the other day that the scientists reckon that aliens have come to Earth mm. and didn't stay because they're <laughs> too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that is so possible <laughs> if you think it's about. It. We're, we're there looking at. You know what I mean? I was like looking at a fucking dog the other day I'm just thinking you fucking idiot you know what I mean you know I love it I love you but like fucking what what are you doing and then there's an alien looking at me again look at him fucking idiot fascinated Mate. fascinated by this four-legged thing <laughs> yeah. you know what no, I mean you reckon octopuses are um are aliens don't they is that right yeah full on they're so far away from what we know is like life on earth that they've got to be aliens god that's fascinating, isn't it? It's mad. You ever eat an octopus? I don't like seafood, but I've seen it presented and it looks Yeah, I used disgusting. to work in, like, a Spanish, like, tapas restaurant. Is that, is that a Spanish dish for the octopus? <laughs> <laughs> well, they did... Honestly, I'll tell you what, it was amazing. Mm. Really good. Really? Yeah. Don't like any type of fish. Shall we move on to the news? Sean Ryder, I mean, that we kind of covered it there, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 we've, <laughs> yeah. we've covered that. Let's move on to the proper news. The real That's, news, yeah. The real news. Brexit. Zach, what's your thoughts? <laughs> The real news. So we're talking today. So Taylor Swift's <laughs> announced that she's releasing the new version of her classic single, Love Story. That comes out at midnight, Zach. Tonight, not here. So it'll be like five a.m. Yeah. here. But it comes out at midnight. Are <laughs> you excited? Well, this is exciting for you. For me, I wasn't. I'm not so into. You're not even into Love time. Story. Well, as I said last time, I listened to that the first time when I was hungover and. And wept. <laughs> Why do I keep doing this to myself? <laughs> Why don't they stay? <laughs> yeah, right. So you tell me. Right, I'm going to tell you a bit about this. So it starts from, she doesn't own the masters to her first six records. 
So her old record label at the time, so she wanted to get them back at, mm. at the time. And I think it was, I've written it down, Big Machine Records that she'd signed with six. So from, fuck knows, I don't know the album, number one to six. So before Lover. So the recent ones, you know, she owns them. Um, and this is quite common. So Beyonce doesn't own her records. If you remember, um, Michael Jackson owned the Beatles, Masters. Really? Yeah, so Michael Jackson owned them, part of Sony, then when he died. So I don't know if Paul McCartney's got them back. So is this because, is that because, you know, the Beatles chose to sell them or they never owned them and then the record so, label So the record them? label, so this is what, so most time when you sign with a record label, they own it. They own your music. <clears throat> In return, you know, you get everything that a record company does. Yeah. So, so the, the idea is, you know, they invest you their asset gets better. So if mm. you think about it, whoever's owning Oasis's records or whatever, mm. you know, how many people are still buying definitely maybe on vinyl? Even with yes. Taylor Swift, how many people are still now buying, you know, rediscovering the backlog? Mm. All the time, constantly get it. So the idea that that asset gets greater in money. But as Taylor Swift's got more successful, she wants to own her own art. So in, what's the issue? Why can't she own In it? that point. So <clears throat> it was... Big Machine were like, yes, you can have your master's, but she knew that they were looking to be sold, her record label. So they were like, you can have your masters. But um, she knew behind the scenes that they were being sold. They said, you can have your masters, but we want you to sign another contract deal for 10 years. She was like, I'm not going to do that just because I know that this record label's changing. Mm. So Big Machine Records was bought by... Scooter Braun, who has a record label, fucking, I don't know the name of, off the top of my head. Mm. He was Kanye West's manager. Kanye West, you know, did all that shit with Taylor, said, you know, he made that bitch famous. He went onto the stage mm. at the MTV VMAs. Yes. Yeah, so, so working yeah, okay. with him was sort of a no-go. The idea that he then owned her greatest, greatest asset, and that, so with that, that he can do commercially with them tunes anything. Mm. So if it's a case of, you know, either sell them off really cheap for really shitty products or something, mm. or really great, or he can ho hold people to ransom, or, or all these things, he's never commented this fella publicly, and then they've been sold again. So the idea was, she was like, in the bid, so then they were sold again, without her knowledge. The guys that bought it, I think it's like Shamrock Records, it's something like that, yeah. bought these her first six albums, she wasn't consulted on that at all because Scooter, who was selling them, was saying, well, you can't talk to her because it's going to depreciate her asset, everything's going to kick off. So it was sort of done again. So her, her art has been sold for a second time now. So she's now re-recording so this. She is essentially going through. So the idea was she was like, well, fuck it, I'll re-record it. That's why it's called, like, the Taylor version or something. So I can't remember what we've got. So she has to pay whoever owns her records the right to re-record them? No, so, because that's a really good question. I don't think so, because I think it's a case of, like, well, these are my songs again, but they're a different thing. But then I don't understand how it... So let's say me and you want to use Love Story hmm. as the opening to this podcast. I don't know a then. great idea, I think. I've, I've fantastic idea. <laughs> Should we crowdfund it? Should we send this email? one again? Should we just imagine <laughs> if it's just like, yeah, that's ten pounds? <laughs> excuse. Me. We just get it. It's a really crooked, <laughs> just like really like foreign accent love story, but it's all like slightly, um, 
you know, like misworded. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, co- it's called like romance novel or something. So when so this is coming out tonight. So she's already re-recorded this. So she's re-recorded the record. Mm. So she's released a statement, and if you look on it, and I think we might have retweeted it on the Obscene Twitter account, I think we might which have. you can follow at Obscene Magazine. <laughs> um, and there's bits in capitals, mm. and if you circle all the things, it looks like it's April 9th when she's coming back out again. So nice. fearless. Um, with, I think... So obviously she's, you know, in 13, 12 years, I'm guessing she would have... Number one, can we just acknowledge how fucking busy this woman has been? I know. Like, I literally, it's every moment. You know, I just don't know, when when is she next going to drop something? But this is the yeah. thing, and it, it's on that... We were speaking about it the other day, of like... Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it with Queen the other day, actually. Yeah. The, how fast... You know, this is more so... What was it, two albums last year? So, and something yeah, else yeah so for, for reference to that, so <laughs> Zach's wrote a piece on the fans of Queen for the upcoming magazine that's available at the end of this month. And, uh, and to accompany that, there's a timeline at the bottom just for sort of perspective, I guess. Mm. And I had to research it get a file, copy that again, watch a documentary, go back, because in my brain I was like, you know, and you're going through Wikipedia, and they're just so It's mad the amount of research you've done. Ten minutes on Wikipedia. Yeah, ten, (laughs) two two hour documentary in my pyjamas and ten minutes on Wikipedia. I mean, this is journalism. (laughs) (laughs) But I was was thinking, I was like, what? So they they start the Queen 2 tour about six weeks after they finished the Queen 1 tour. Mm. Their album Queen 2 was done, but it took them a just to get Queen, it took about eight months. Hmm. And in the first two years, they've got four records, haven't they? They weren't messing around. In about the first sort of 18 months. So it's just mad how the music industry and the idea of the Beatles, it was like two albums a year hmm. and stuff at, at their height. And you're just like, I don't agree with the Spotify man, you know, the album a four year hmm. thing is dying. But if, you know, you're looking at Taylor Swift as probably the front runner in music, probably one of the most, if not famous. If that, if she's setting the thing of like, yeah. well, I've done two albums and I've recorded one. Question is though, why is it, what's changed? What do you mean? What's changed? What, if, if, you know, what cha- if, oh, what if changed? Ago, people were putting out all of these albums in such quick succession, why are they now, why is it now slowed down? I don't know, you know, if more into, more into uh, accessible. I think it's the, the case of, that's a really good point, and I was looking at it and it's like, you know, Queen r- released a single, then the album was out two weeks later. Mm. If you look at singles now, the album comes out six months after. Well, no one buys singles anymore. That's no, thing. so they get this like hype of because the single now isn't to sell records, is it? It's to promote the album yeah, that's coming. Exactly that. So they're not buying, you know, the seven inch. Which if if you look through like any old record shop, you're just like, you know, what are these? Yeah. Um, and it's so yeah, maybe that is if Taylor's just sort of like, well, it's two albums in a year. The 1975 did it a couple of years ago. It was like mm. two albums in a year and then toured it twice, I think. Well, I've got to pay the bills, haven't you? you got to pay the bills, so I don't know if that's... Who, who's running the show, or are they just like, well, let's break the mould a bit. Mm. But who knows? So you're excited? I think it's good for... I think it's I think it's good for her, but it's just... It, I, it's also, like, just doing the, the delve into it before. Mad, isn't it? Do you think probably one of the most you know, successful, powerful musicians and she can't get these sort of her own records back. But people are gonna Taylor Swift fans and people that are new to the the Taylor Swift library as mm. she get, as she gets, you know, as it changes, you know. Because I think with with artists like this, um where they're so different now, 
going from 2006, you know, people jump in at different points of these legacy artists, don't they? Mm. People jumped in at different points of Bowie and Elton John and even Queen, like, mm. you know, some of their records are shit. You know, I prefer, like, the later ones to the early ones. Some people are like, you know, Queen 1 and 2 and then it's dead for That's them a it, bit, yeah. really. Like, for me, I can't get on board with Taylor Swift and it's not like, it's, it's, yeah, I just... I've listened to the tunes, but it's yeah. just like, it just doesn't resonate. I just can't. No, if it's not for you, it's not for you. It's not for everyone. Things, but who but, knows? Maybe, you know. But you know, you know, it's really another one will come out. Another one will come out. Yeah, but it, it's sort of, you know, I weren't that into the Arctic Monkeys, but I really liked the last record that they did. And then I sort of spattered in the other one, whereas some people are still living in 2006, and that's fine. Yeah, no, this is it. So, yeah, that's something to look forward to, so... Um, for you, yeah. <laughs> for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for You're me. You're sorted, pal. I'm that sorted. That would be a waste to get back bloody, together, and I'm bloody, set. Bloody February. Well, talking about... <laughs> Talking about music, films, Zach, and uh, <laughs> biopics. Well, Oasis, Supersonic, oh, that right. shitty one Liam did after. What oh, was it called? As it was, and that is amazing. It was the low-budget Supersonic. Oh, it's it's just him. It looked like a fucking YouTube vlog. Let's start yeah. that out with, Hi, guys, and welcome to my mum's house. And it's like him in Manchester, and she's just like, Oh, Liam, you can't visit me when I'm dead. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's literally. It, you know. So, you know, I'll have to be around normal. Uh, yeah, you can't visit me when I'm dead. And it's like... Right. You've got that very good point. That's great, man, but yeah. what's I've got to do with this? It was just, should we go and visit our mum? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so a new Tina Turner documentary titled Tina, biopic, shall I say, will release in the UK this April. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think, do you reckon is, that will go ahead? Well, you reckon that? Yeah, yeah I push think, that back, went well, I, th- um, I don't think it's big enough to push it back. Is it not? It's, Tina Turner. Yeah, but it's just like everything else. Br- on will it be on Disney Plus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight to Netflix. I think the thing is, like, you know, it's like with that David Bowie film. Yeah, uh, you had obviously the thing where they're not. Using he doesn't. The, he they're, they're using not the using music. the tunes. And it's like, have you have you watched the trailer for that? Yeah, yeah. It's not for me. Right, I'll tell you. We'll go back because the the title that we've got on our sort of um, agenda is what do we think of the biopic craze? So I'm going to ask yeah. you this sort of question. Go for it. What do you think of the biopic craze? I think Are you having it? I think it's at risk of becoming saturated. Oh, I think it's done. I think the thing is, like, you can, you know, everybody loves the stories, and I think it's that it's the mis- the mis- the mystique. Is that the right mysteriousness behind it? Yeah, behind it, uh, behind behind these people, you know, like Elton John, Freddie Mercury, yeah. and, you know, that kind of thing. But in that, the, like, it wasn't. They have to create a narrative and they have to make a story out of yeah it. for sure and that's the thing and you again, chop and change dates to suit an audience yeah this is the thing and then going back to the particularly with Bohemian Rhapsody the Queen one a lot of the people we've spoken to are kind of like it's so inaccurate the thing I thought about it was <laughs> you know because if you go on YouTube for 10 minutes if you want to find out documentaries about Freddie Mercury Queen you know they're quite at hand mm. and so and then obviously doing the timeline and this and you're looking and you're thinking it was like he was portrayed as this sort of like lonely character that was, you know, really ostracised by his sexuality. And then you're listening to the documentary and you're listening to people that, you know, knew him and were around the band and they're just like, Freddie Mercury took to the gay scene in New York like, you know, a fish to the water, you mm. know, like, uh, and the same with what they were doing in Munich and, you know, the influences at times, you know, weren't positive. But. It, it was never an isolating thing, you know, he had so many people around him that loved him. Mm. And in Bohemian Rhapsody, it's painted as this guy that's like, you know, moping about kicking a can, and I just don't <laughs> think that's the case. No, I think It right. just isn't the case. It just isn't. No, I think this is it. He's one of the most well-loved people 
in ever, and, and even and at the, the at the time <laughs> around him, you know, and. I know the band weren't, and it's never portrayed in Bohemian Rhapsody, that they weren't close, close friends. No. But they were they were good friends. Mm. They were friendly a lot, but, you know, I, I think they hung in different circles. Yeah, no, definitely. And, that's, and then came together and wrote, you know, until, I think it was the last few records, they had different song credits. The band didn't share who made the tune. Mm. So, like, um, the bass player did, um, is it Not Under Pressure, the other one? Freddie Another one bites the dust. Yeah. So he's, you know, come out with that banger. And I think Freddie Mercury, is, so obviously they'd get more money for Pemi Rhapsody because mm. he wrote it. And that's a crazy way of working. And they did that for 10 years. Do plus. you think that, like, within these biopics, going back to what we were talking about, yeah. you know, uh, the dates and things like that, do you think that there, there's got to be some sort of responsibility to tell the story as it happens? Because it's got to be factual. It, I, no? For them, because you, you, I don't know enough about Elton John. I haven't read the book. Um, I've got it on my iPad, I haven't got round to it. And I read the Elton John one, and that's... You know, and I'm just like, I've no idea what's true and what's not. No, this is it. In that, it, it's just, you know... And they're only going to pick, you know, if these large catalogues, the hits, and you're like, it wasn't always like that. And I watched them. Um, it wasn't as popular, and I had to go and see it at a fucking... What are them independent cinemas? Picture but they're House. Picture House. I had to go and see it at Picture House in Exeter. The Morrissey one... And they didn't own any tunes to it. It's called, like, England is Dead. It might be on Netflix now, mm. actually, now it's said that. England's not dead. And, like, you know, Morrissey, the early years of the Smiths, now the meat and stuff. And reading his biography, which is a piece of art, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't read Morrissey. Morrissey's biography doesn't have any chapters. And for him to get it, there's a 50-page bit. So, obviously, no chapters. It reads as, like, one big fucking sentence. And there's 50 pages of the Smith lawsuit getting, you know, because that to divide this band equally, it wasn't an equal band. Mm. Um, and then before he, he said for Penguin to publish it, it had to be made a Penguin classic before <laughs> it had sold anything. Why? Yeah, I know, so you can only get it like paperback Penguin classic, <laughs> <laughs> which I admire. But I watched that and that that's dreadful. Mm. That that, that was dreadful. That. And, um... The Elton John one, yeah, it was... I, I'm not a massive fan of the fella that played Elton John. And Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody, I think, considering Rami Malek, I think... Was it Town Edgerton? Get... Was it Town Edgerton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ca- he came on at Hove Cricket Ground and did it with Elton John, did a tune with Elton John. Tell you John. who hasn't bloody come on, though. What? Gareth Gates. Gareth... Where is he? Where are you, Gareth? Gareth, yeah. Should we do a missing poster? Shall that be our next one? <laughs> missing. Gareth Gates. Yeah, please man. return to Hove Lords. Or <laughs> yeah. Please call this number. Have <laughs> yeah, you seen sure. this man? What number should we put on it? Should we just put like, um, <laughs> I don't know, who would take them calls? We need a secretary, oh, really. REV. Do you remember that? Reverse thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, do you accept the charges? Fuck off. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, is it, do they have the responsibility? I don't think they do. I think they've got, you know, because the responsibility is mm. to have a great, you know, people come out and like, oh, that was great. Probably never thought about Queen again. Or maybe they did a bit of research. Maybe they downloaded a tune. Mm. You know, good for the band though having these biopics. You know, like yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure now they can pay their mortgage. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like that was an issue. Before, yeah, right? that's <laughs> it. Now they're going to get through <laughs> to the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's a struggle, isn't it? It is a struggle being man. an international rock and roll star. I mean, this is it. But it's uh, yeah, no, I, I mean. There's got to be some sort of I, no. For me, I disagree with you. I think there's got to be some sort of responsibility to tell the story as it happens. Do you prefer a documentary then? Because that Oasis one was class, weren't it? Yeah. You know the Supersonic, and they really didn't. Fuck it was about. amazing. It was good. I it was that so five good. Times. And it's just when they played Nebworth as well. It's just like nothing like that's ever going to happen again. I don't think. Mm. 
it's just I don't know. Let's know. Well, not let not us ever. Know. It'll yeah. just be socially just. Yeah, know. let us know. Have you got Nebworth plans? Give us a call. Some, do you think you know these people do have things planned behind the Corona scenes? Like well, I a think big people thing. have got things planned. Yeah, Liam Gallagher's not even playing Nebworth again. No, he's not. He's going to fly on a big fucking boat again. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> streaming. Biggest con. Right. Let's talk more about um, rock and roll and people having a tough time. But Phoebe Bridges smashing up her guitar on yeah. Saturday Night Live. Unbelievable. Um, the reaction. The, the criticism for this seemed weird. Like, really, like... The criticism... Misplaced? Is that the thing? No, the criticism was just downright sexist, 100%. There's yeah. no two fucking ways about it. The thing is, what you've got to bear in mind is, and, you know, was looking at Twitter, and people are going, oh, this woman... Men are saying, oh, this woman has been... You know, oh, this woman smashing up her guitar. First of all, the fact that she's a woman shouldn't... Fuck, you know, what yeah. has that got to do with it? Yeah. It's fucking rock and roll. A hundred percent. Had that been, I don't know, um, if Sam Fender had started smashing the fuck out of his guitar on Saturday Night Live, everyone would yeah. been like, oh, rock and roll, man, yeah, good yeah, to see yeah. it coming back. The fact that it's a woman, they go... This, and this, this bloke's Twitter handle was something like, oh... Something dad, like an angry dad or something stupid. Oh, yeah. like I didn't know your dad had Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> but yeah, no. Just th- tweeting, I've seen your shit. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, the thing is, like. Play catch with me, dad. <laughs> yeah, right. Where have you been? <laughs> the thing is, it's like, and it's, oh, this woman, and it's like, who the fuck you know, some bloke sat there in his pants like fucking yeah. baked beans down his fucking jumper with a it's can of curls but who's this fucking this woman like, yeah. what does she think considering it's like they wouldn't have even seen it live they would have had to see this clip mm. from this American you know programme so it wouldn't have been if she you know she'd if you then get in them opinions because she's done it on Graham Norton Mm. And then you you are going to get them opinions. But these fellas that are saying this have literally searched for this. Yeah, <laughs> They've almost, like, <clears throat> seen a bit of it, watched it. It hasn't that, that have, it hasn't been forced on them, this thing, mm. or anything. You know, it's not the end of their viewing. Um, the, and the, that, that it's literally... It, it wasn't on. <laughs> you in know? in my mind, it. it's like, why... First of all, why does it matter? Yeah. Like, what does it... You know, why... Why these people say, well, this isn't on? Yeah. Someone... <laughs> and I saw this thing and it was like, oh. Margaret, <laughs> Matt, have you seen this? <laughs> What's going on here? I think the thing is, it's that someone, two things, they're not even going, oh, think of what that's doing to the fucking monitors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, I saw these, these brilliant things and it was like, there are children going hungry in the world, and this girl's smashing up her guitar, and then it's like, <laughs> just oh, this I can't kid believe people are just ate this guitar. <laughs> yeah, literally, and she's going, oh yeah, I should have thought about that, I could have fed the kids with a fucking guitar. <laughs> and it's like, what, there's no way of drawing any comparison no, between, between that. But the it, thing, I, going back on what I was saying, there's no, I, I genuinely, hand on heart believe that if it was a bloke that had done it, no one would have, th- these, these people, these sexist men that were just, you know, as yeah. I said, sat in their pyjamas, well, they wouldn't but have said anything. We're, we're seeing it all, we're seeing it sort of, you know, number one, challenged a lot more in the music thing, because I don't know much about this this Britney Spears thing that's come out. No, about, I, Do you know anything about that? Well, I was, I read into it a little bit. I yeah. say read into it. I was <laughs> scrolled through a quick story on, <laughs> on, on Vice. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> but what it was is, um, I think, Something I saw, which was which was um, which was what I read, was uh, why um, the, the the problems that Justin Timberlake caused. 
Yeah. So pretty much, I didn't realise, this is really bad on my part, they were together in like the early 2000s and exactly then right. they split up and he spent the next four years, mm. first of all he wrote, a, he wrote a couple of tracks about her and then in one of the videos had someone that looked surprisingly like her and he played himself as the victim in that video. Right. Right. And then he spent the next four years milking this relationship, yeah. breakup, and people, oh my god, Justin, we feel so sorry for you, man, fuck yeah, up, yeah. playing this, and it's like, you know, and telling, you know, intimate details about their sex life and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, he ruined, you know, her fucking yeah. And got completely fucking away from it. That wouldn't happen. A hundred percent. You wouldn't be able to get away with no, it now. But, but the- now people are looking back on it and going, well, actually... <laughs> What, why, who the hell are you? Yeah, and the thing is, it was this, you know, it proves that, you know, the the Leave Britney Alone kid was right, number one all along, and that she should have. But it's also in the age of sort of, you know, mental health awareness and people sort of, you know, looking after each, each other, well, themselves a bit better as well. Britney's still... It's probably the first thing you think of if you say Britney Spears. If we were to go into a pub when this is open, this is what I'm going to do first day back, <laughs> and I'm going to speak to a hundred of them. You boy! You boy! <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 2033, The pubs have just reopened. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that bloody woman smashing up her guitar? <laughs> <laughs> My boy, you've been going hungry. <laughs> yeah. What happened to those bloody children? They still... Wrecked it, me, wrecked um, yeah, right, isn't it? You know, and you'll say, you know, first thing popped your head, uh, Britney said, they'd be like that breakdown she had. Yeah, It's <laughs> like shaved her hair off and, and smashed her umbrella into a car window and stuff. Mm. And you're like, that, it's mad that that was almost, um, <laughs> do you reckon I might pick that up? 100%. We're in, in a soundproof studio. We're actually in a, your windows actually, open as well. We actually record this in a recycling centre. We haven't told you that. The budget has been cut so bad that me and Zach actually don't pay our rent now and we live in a waste management unit. So, you, sorry for any, yeah. any sound that you've got. Did you ever see this country where they like, where they yeah, the recycling centre? Yeah. Welcome to the recycling centre. we got fabrics <laughs> and cardboard. And she's like, she gets sacked at the end. <laughs> yeah, right. So, taking stuff that should be going to the charity shop. Like, back to the and she's, <laughs> she's like, Kerry, did you, um, have you been stealing stuff? He goes, no, but you might want to look in the back of Chris Cara because I think he's got a bit of a problem. <laughs> how so, how do you know that? You I watch this program. I've watched. I could. I've earned my TV license back. Uh, do you pay your TV? Oh shit! I'm not going to write that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, so do I. And council tax. I paid um, twice just to really make sure that it. Well, one for you actually as well. <laughs> yeah, that's socialism. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is it. You pay for the microphone and the computer. That's it. That's I pay it. for the fucking TV license. Um... <laughs> What are we talking about? I like out C. Was that was that was that sexist that we just went off talking about that issue to talk about a television program? No, we talked about recycling. Oh, uh, I don't know. I that hope we don't get cancelled. No one listens I to hope it. We don't get cancelled. Well, they will. Oh, wait, the problem is they'll be listening to this in a year when we when we well. big time and they're going through you know the back catalogue. So let's keep it clean. But yeah. um... <laughs> Maybe we should we should get a, a woman in music part three on this program to uh, to talk about this more. Someone in the industry. I'll leave you to that. The journalism side of this to talk about it more because we're seeing it more. Yeah. And you know the sort of the very tired phrase of sort of you know oh the female led band. You know what I mean the feel, it's almost mm. like not not fetishized, but you know what I mean that sort of you know line like. And we're seeing them coming out now. Lead singer of Wolf Alice came out. And has said that Marilyn Manson upskirted her at yeah. a festival. <clears throat> You've seen all these allegations come out about him, and you're just sort of like, where is 
you, you know, the, it the makes you think. How many? And, what, yeah. what's in, what makes you think is, and that was actually something I was going to bring up. Um, yeah. And I think Marilyn Manson was on the same label as Phoebe Bridges. Funnily enough, is that right? I, th- I don't know, I might be completely making it up, but, and she said a very, you know, interesting point. Why, you know, people, y- the record label knew who Marilyn Manson was. Yeah. The band knew. His manager, you know, and why only now, in a response to this all coming out, of yeah. everyone going, whoa, fucking hell. Yeah. Let's, let's fucking terminate yeah. this. This should have been done a long time ago. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and this should have... That should have been a reaction to his behaviour, not a reaction to us finding out about his behaviour. It's the same with everything, isn't it? And that's same unfortunately the thing. And the thing is, you know, how many... How many... How... How, how many artists are doing this? Not even just artists. How many, art, how many you know, people in public art are doing how, this? How many people, as well, are doing it? How many people are going through it and being like, well, do I speak out about this? You know what I mean? These sort of up-and-coming... Mm you know, maybe, you know, new artists that are... Because, you know, these festivals, if it's happened to the lead singer of Wolf Alice, you know what I mean? Who, who knows what it's happened to these people, you know? Mm. Um, anyway. Well, I read a... I'm going back on that, I read a tweet, and it was, you know, it's where I get most of my news from. At Obscene Magazine. At Obscene, Twitter, well, <laughs> On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Your point of how many people has this happened to? Yeah. Really interesting, and it was, you know... This has either happened to someone, yeah. has happened to someone's sister that That's you know, true. or as you or a friend of yours knows, yeah, or you have yeah. you have witnessed it and yeah. had that conversation. Everyone yeah. you know, yeah. and that's the fucking thing. But unfortunately, because we are, because it's just not, it's just not, it's just not reported. And that's yeah, that's true. Due right. to you know fear and things like that, I think. Of course, well money as well you know getting through mm. how many people are hushed up how many people are like well wow, you'll exactly have to yeah. go to through my solicitor the second that is you know mm. it's, it's what do you have at your disposal are you willing to risk it for an accusation and then do you want to go from you know let's say the star to you know oh that person that, that happened to you know the mm. the monica Lewinsky sort of thing you know um interesting interesting stuff shall we end on shall we end on happier news Shall we end on this? Is this yeah. is my fa- this is my favourite thing from the thing, and this will tie in nicely to our Valentine's Day um, playlist that you can still find on Spotify. Please add to it. Still fine. Join to it's it. It's not been bloody Valentine's yet. I know, but what are we on the eleventh? Realise how bored I was the other day when Go I was on. researching whether Pancake Day and Valentine's Day have ever and will ever fall on the same That's day. That's the answer. Right, actually, whilst you're here, what are you doing for Pancake Day? Because I can't make pancakes, and I'm worried about how they'll travel. If I deliver them, well, I just I mean, th- I'd say come round to mine today, and this is genuine. I'd say come round to mine on Pancake Day, but where I've been completely mugged off with my flat, yeah, uh, the countertop fell off today, so <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Uh, yeah. So that's that's interesting. So at the moment, I'm doing all of my food prep on my chest of drawers. Really? Which is really fucking brilliant. You know, so. the moral of the story: make poverty history. That's what I say. Can you well, make a pancake? Can you? Unbelievably, really. As a man who studied catering at college, oh yeah, is that paying the bills now? Well, (laughs) I mean, I'm sat in your room on a fucking Thursday night trying to botch together a podcast. (laughs) Clearly not. That's true. But yeah, no. Get back to what you're saying. Oh yeah. So I think (laughs) I I talk. There was a thing on Twitter, and it was like, you know, what are you really passionately about? And my thing is, certain foods are not takeaway friendly. 
and I'll mm. tell you why. There's a reason you why. Tell me why. Because if you look at the te- right, the three takeaway staples: pizza, Chinese, Indian. I refuse to have it that disregarded. Mm. They're the, the golden triangle of takeaways. Right. <laughs> that is, there's proof. It travels amazingly. You mm. get it. You know. It's still hot. It's you know it's fulfilling. You know the pizza. It's been perfected. The pizza yeah. delivery system designed to be has in been that perfected. Box, thrown around when the you, back of a fucking. That's motor, it. Yeah. When you get, I'm trying to th- you know a McDonald's. Now you can't go to McDonald's. I like McDonald's. Um, vegetarian, of course, but um, it doesn't travel quite well as when you go to the restaurant. The chips, you know, they. Yeah. The second you've basically received your McDonald's, your chips, you you're on a timer. For how well they can be done. So if you're delivering... Mm. So my drivers often get confused by the flat and the room number. Yeah. So I normally wait at the bottom. And they've gone to to building 19 instead of building 3. Mm. And, you know, vice versa. And you're like, fuck, this is chip detonating time. <laughs> Doesn't travel quite well. If you've ever done like a, you know, like a Casper's Creams dessert place. Then right. It doesn't try, you know, they put them in these little styrofoamy things, you know, your ice cream separate. I ordered a waffle once, they hadn't even put the toppings on, so I had to do that <laughs> myself. So they've literally just gave me the ingredients. So I'm like, well, I should have just fucking, you got know, Uber Eats co op and <laughs> just got them to give me the ingredients. So there's these things that don't travel well. So my whole pancake day is dependent on, you know. <laughs> Tell you what, you will come it travel well? You come round to mine. Well, well no, because now you're saying, like, Chester drawers and, you know, will uh, that no, be doing, you know, you fine. work, I've I don't want pancakes in the evening, I'll wait away. It's a, it's a, you know what, it's cancelled, and um, we're not yeah, doing yeah, pancakes, you know uh, we're not doing it, but you do get what I'm sort of saying, so I'm yeah. like, if I deliver, because there's some great pancake places around the local area, but is my driver going to fuck it up? Because if it was breakfast club <laughs> time, I'd just go, because I know that they're going to come out, they're going to be amazing, but then I'm putting them in a container with a man in a time frame to an address that he doesn't know, deteriorating, mm. you're sort of this thing. So, hope f- I think that should have been a nationwide click-and-collect pancake. Well, day. I just reckon that you close curtains... Open your door. Happen. Open your door and you can just get the pancakes through. Yeah. So, we're going to end on... Um, that went on for about three minutes, 30. <laughs> that went on. <laughs> but anyway, so I hope you've gained something from that. Um... A man who allegedly posed as Bruno Mars and swindled, I love the word swindled, a woman who believed she was dating the pop star out of £100,000, £72,000. I think that conversion's off. Well, I think the, the rate if you've of you've got a hand, problem with it, go to the enemy and have uh, a look. That's has been charged. Sorry for... <laughs> Chinwendu Azuanwu. Sorry, Chinwendu, if you're listening to this, and I've just butchered your name, 39, is believed to have impersonated the singer on Instagram and have taken advantage of a woman who was searching for companionship. What do you make of that, Zach? Well, I mean, my question to you is, how the hell can you be so stupid? How... How did she not correlate the Instagram? Because my my basic theory is this. So this guy is like, let's say he's Bruno Mars 1 on Instagram, and she's like, fucking get in, I'm dating Bruno Mars. On her Instagram, <laughs> do you know, recommended for you would be <laughs> Bruno Mars with a blue tick. <laughs> so not only how did she not find it out, the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook algorithm would have found it out for her. Hey, I think, right, we've all watched Catfish. Yeah. Have you... Well, no. The band, Catfish from oh, the Bottom. Oh, no! Have I saw them live at Brighton Centre. Dreadful. Have you never watched Catfish? I know the concept. I know right. the... Two the blokes, Max and Neve originally, although Max has now Martin done a runner. Martin Stinson the feed of Harlem. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Shut Is up. he catfished? <laughs> <laughs> that is... An, oh, mate. I'll tell you what. What's his name again? Who? 
the paedophile hunter that we Stinson. spoke about pre-podcast? <laughs> Stinson Hunter. Stinson Hunter. Can we get him on the he, podcast? He's a, he's a he's do man. Do you reckon he'd do it? Where does he live? I'll know. take the mic from Birmingham, him. actually, so you... Really? Oh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll, um... Okay. Interesting character. Oh, let's interview him. Issue three. Stinson Hunter, the paedophile hunter's <laughs> top ten Beatles <laughs> tunes. Ask her about what he thinks of Taylor Swift's new record. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, go on, sorry. You digress. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Catfish. Yeah. Max and Neve, yeah, they go around, they just pretty much help people out that have been catfished. Okay. Which it sounds like what's happened to this Jeez, that's hundred grand, though. hundred grand. Yeah. Man, she swindled out of that. Do you reckon he did it in small instruments <laughs> over about three years? Can I borrow a tenner to die off? She's a fiver for the bus. <laughs> that's it. In it. Oh, Zach, thank you for coming round. And recording this podcast. Yeah, Um, it's been a pleasure. Issue three preview episode is coming very, very soon. Mm. Um, We are sending it to print on Valentine's Day, so that's really exciting. You can pre-order the magazine and you can... um, Issue two, that is. Issue two. And you can buy issue one still uh, obviously in magazineshop.com. You can read the latest goings on with the blog. It's been a bit quiet the last few weeks whilst we get this print, but we've got some yeah. things coming up at obscenemagazine.com. <laughs> Exciting things coming up. You can keep up with our little issue two preview posts and chat in general. Wow on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Obscene Magazine, at Obscene, just that on Facebook. Um, and thank you very much. And lot, yeah. for Stinson Hunter, if you're listening, can we get you on? Drop it, drop, drop Rory an email. Drop, drop me in, <laughs> let's make I wonder what his fear is. Do you reckon he does public speaking? He must do. He's an interesting guy. He's got a really interesting story. There's a really interesting documentary about it, and I'd recommend checking it out. I did not see this podcast going in this direction. I wonder if he's got a biopic. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he has. This is it. Oh, really? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. He's oh, got a we documentary. can't afford him. We he was on Channel afford. 4 as well. Well, pre-order the mag and help us fund our Stinson Hunter. Not sure know. how he'd... Uh, he, maybe he can go on before podcast. Gareth Gates and spit some bars. I mean, what a, what a festival. Well, like. you know, the future belongs to those that believe in the beauty of their dreams. Isn't that right, Zach? That's what I say every morning. <laughs> <I can remember. laughs> Thanks for listening. Take care.